It's an earthquake baby. <laughs> say, say that again. It's going to be earthquake baby. It will shake everybody. We have the mountain behind us holding the mountain energy and the front it's a lake mm. power of water it's powerful it's uh, almost eight o'clock mm -hmm. I'm sitting on the porch with Devika and Sachiko and we're talking about um, Devika and I's unborn child and uh, it's our first baby and we're still uh, recovering from a year of all kinds of natural and unnatural disasters so it's been a turbulent time so I've been thinking about the name a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, is your name Isa? <laughs> you like that name? No. Oh, yeah, he just kicked. So, I hope that means yes, because I like that name. <laughs> Kicked again. Oh, he's happy. Nobody is prepared to have a child. Whoever says they are is just pretending. The birth of your first child should be unforgettable. But the details are already slipping away. However, writing these episodes is helping to prevent this story from fading into family mythology. I am Hamilton Pevick. This is American Immigrant. Episode 3, How to Escape a Caesarean Section, Part 1. In this episode, you are invited to join me and my wife as first-time parents. We go to the doctor a lot. We learn about caesarean sections also a lot. Help us navigate an atmosphere of caesarean-pushing doctors in the Nepali medical system. Over the next three episodes, most of what unfolds happens in the last two months of our pregnancy. There are two major issues for me as the father. I want to be witness to the birth, and in Nepali culture, I may not be allowed into the delivery room. I must protect my wife and unborn child against, well, everything, including, but not limited to, unnecessary surgery. So this means finding a doctor that will only do a C-section if it is absolutely necessary. The culture of birthing greatly varies in different countries. When I think of giving birth, I think of my niece, who mysteriously died just four hours after arriving. I think of how my brother has caught so many babies, and how I have managed to miss all seven of my nieces and nephews' births. I think of the documentary film The Business of Being Born. What stuck with me is the drugs. 
giving Pitocin to induce contractions, then giving Epidural to help the pain, but the Epidural slows the contractions, so they give more Pitocin, and all this back and forth with the drugs. The baby is born into the world super high. If we were not in Nepal, we would definitely go for a home birth. But we are in Nepal, and we have to navigate this minefield together, and carefully. At eight months pregnant, we go for yet another checkup. I will keep the doctors anonymous, because it is simpler that way. just finished the ultrasound. What are we doing now? Now we're gonna meet a doctor or gynecologist. And have you have you been here before? Yeah, I've been here already three times. What you can hear in the background is the generator. That's powering the hospital. Well, we are at the moment um, at the place uh, where I came to check off um, for the first time when I was pregnant. And then uh, now we are back here again because uh, last few times I went to another doctor and uh, she asked me, she gave me first choice to have a operation and I want to have norm, uh, I want to have second opinion uh, from the previous doctor so that's why we are here now. I feel good <laughs> and I feel um, I don't want to stick into the option from the um, the doctor who gave me choice first for operation and I don't feel comfortable with that and I don't feel confident as well I don't have any expectation it just I want to have second opinion from her and just see but uh, even if she tell give me option okay you go for operation is still I would like to go for uh, natural birth. Okay, so the baby is, okay, 36 weeks, yeah? One more month to go before the delivery. But there are two things that we have to know. One, she has undergone operation for, that is the laparotomy for the cyst. Mm-hmm. Rupture cyst previous in her history. Second, it's her is, yeah. So we should be going simultaneously to see in that this is the last trimester, you know. the last trimester, Thirty-six weeks, Tom size, Thirty-eight plus Doctor is explaining that because I'm. Uh, Getting, yeah, now, now yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think pregnant. she called you elderly. 
Yeah. <laughs> and because also myself, yeah. I was diagnosed elderly primary, first baby. After 35 years oh. in Nepal, we call elderly. <laughs> so my mine was also cesarean section. Yeah. yeah? And along with it, she has history of laparotomy for cyst. Yeah. Okay, so might be 39 years elderly primary with my diagnosis is elderly primary with previous laparotomy. I interrupt to offer some backstory. About 15 years ago, Devika had an emergency cyst removal surgery. At the time, the doctors told her they took out one of her ovaries too. She reflects on that now. Because I've done before cyst uh, operation and it was big and then and I know how much they care less about the body and um, and um, unnecessary things they make necessary and for me I have a struggle enough after having this operation and um, going through physical blockades and uh, energetic uh, blockades and um, but there are few things that it's not in my control and uh, I need to make momentary decision and at that time in case if I need to go to choose the c-section then I will not have choice right there to get up and go to the go to this clinic again now back to the doctor's office um, Caesarean is more comfortable and favorable in her case. Okay, but uh, so you should discuss the parents. If they want normal delivery, then she should wait for at least four weeks more. That is one full month. Yeah, of course. Okay. And you don't give birth until it comes, right? Yeah, and it <laughs> might be even more, okay? So, during normal delivery, there can be complications like uterine atony because of the previous scar, uterine scar tenderness, and the elderly have lower contraction around CPD, and the vacuum is assisted delivery. So, it might be a risk to the baby. Okay? But uh, if you still want, I'm explaining, if you still want, according to your discussion, you wait for normal delivery, then it's okay. Are you suggesting that a caesarean yeah, could happen me. earlier? Or we Two always weeks. do elective caesarean earlier. After the baby, so I'm telling, if you decide for the normal delivery, mm -hmm. you still wait for one more month. Mm -hmm. If not, you have you will go according to my my decision then you follow up in two weeks time at that time it will be 38 39 weeks right mm. 38 39 weeks matter baby is tom size we don't in elective cases we don't wait till the last uh, delivery time date you understand yeah mm -hmm. so that's the thing okay we can discuss yeah, we can, you can decide because I told you my decision, yeah. mm. according to medical point of view. Mm. And uh, you will decide and then you will do according to that. Okay?
We are told the odds are against us. Being old and having old scars is enough to elect surgery. In most cultures, doctors are treated like gods. To go against them is blasphemous. So we wait. I educate myself by talking to my family and reading and surfing the interwebs. I find a wide spectrum of videos. There is the possibility that some women who plan to give birth vaginally may need to give birth by cesarean instead. It is recommended that all expectant mothers and their birthing partners watch the following video about cesarean birth. One explains it to me like I'm a child. After you have received anesthesia, a catheter, which is a plastic tube, will be placed in your bladder to drain your urine during the surgery. Your doctor will then make a six to eight inch incision on your abdomen directly over your uterus. The incision can be either horizontal, which is side to side, or vertical, which is up and down. Another video tries to sell me a cesarean at their particular hospital. Guided imagery may also help calm you before surgery. Alina Health Hospitals provide MP3 audio players for guided imagery, or you may bring your own audio player from home. Another trains me on how to perform the surgery. Check first that the spinal analgesia has taken effect. Then, make a Joel Cohen's transverse abdominal incision about two centimeters below the line of the anterior superior iliac spines. Incise the subcutaneous tissues and the anterior rectus sheath in the midline using only the scalpel. It seems pretty straightforward. Cut her open and take the baby out. Unfortunately, all these clips are from Western hospitals and doctors, so my imagination runs wild with anxiety picturing the Nepali operating room. But what's really going on before the scalpel and after the sutures? After doing as much reading as I could handle, here is a brief overview of the risks of cesarean section. In interest of full disclosure, I read about 10 articles, and this one from 2013 in Women's Health titled, What You Don't Know About C-Sections, is the best overview. Quote, Cesarean deliveries are riskier than vaginal births because cutting into your abdomen exposes you to bacteria, which increases your odds of getting an infection. What's more, it takes an intense physical toll on your body. While recovering from vaginal birth just takes one to two weeks, post-C-section recovery can last up to six weeks. And after you recover, your C-section could complicate further pregnancies. Women who have cesarean deliveries face an increased risk of placenta implantation problems, uterine rupture, bladder and bowel injuries, a second cesarean delivery, and the need for a hysterectomy, according to previous research cited in the ACOG guidelines. Despite these risks, about 31% of U.S. births between 2009 and 2012 were cesarean deliveries. So why did they become so popular? It's known that C-sections come with the complications listed above. So what accounted for the rise between 1996 and 2009? One reason is that C-sections lead to more C-sections. If a woman has already had a baby via cesarean, giving birth to a second child vaginally becomes riskier. Doctors are wary of performing risky procedures, both out of fear of harming the mother and also out of fear of lawsuits. A 2010 poll published in the Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology showed that 29% of obstetrician college members said they were performing more cesareans to avoid being sued. Another reason is convenience, for both the mother and the doctor. 
Women may prefer to have C-sections scheduled around when the family members might be in town to help them take care of their children. And older studies have found that C-sections are more common on Fridays between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. The scary implication? Some doctors might recommend inducing labor so that they don't have to spend their nights and weekends waiting for the baby to come. End quote. It's time for another ultrasound and checkup. We are back at who I'm calling our primary doctor. I'm in a hospital. I'm doing last checkup. No, maybe not last. Was it my husband? Hey. Oh, namaste. What are you doing? I'm having now ultrasound. How, how do you feel? I feel exciting. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to know uh, baby condition. And I've been taking medicine for allergic since few months, but uh, since last three days I stopped taking. So I'm just experimenting and I really hope it's all gone now. Can you play that again? Can we listen to that again? just heard the heartbeat of my child. What? 2800, 2800 gram and uh, everything is normal. What's 2800 grams? The baby weight. My baby weighs 2.8 kilos? Yes. That's a big baby. American size. That's, uh, that's, uh, uh, seven pounds, approximately. It's nice to know everything's normal. Normally there should be some symptom to give natural birth up to now and still baby head hasn't moved yet down but maybe man should uh, explain it. Yeah, you are right, tell him, no? Yeah. It is not favorable in normal delivery but still if you want to take trial you can wait as much as you want. If some problem happens, if delay happens, if you delay by yourself, then responsibility will be yours. If you want to take trial, take it. I don't mind. Isn't it common in first first births to be late? No, no. In first birth, at least in 37 weeks, three weeks before the expected date, the head should move down in the pelvis. That is we call engagement. Mm. That it, is not there. That is why everything is looking up. 
So just let me let me reiterate so to make sure I understand. You uh, the 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 head hasn't dropped. Yes. And uh, this is um, uh, in your opinion. This is. Uh, this is not in favor of normal delivery. Other thing also, engagement of head also and the movement and softness of mouth of uterus also cervix also is not very favorable. You want to take trial? You just see today. You see till evening. You see how much is the pain. You decide on yourself or you follow my advice. Whatever you do. Advice. Whatever you do. Raga dairy the bagena ni. So you, you recommend admitting but still waiting? No, I don't recommend wait. If you are not convinced, you want, if you want to take trial, if you want to see whether it progresses or not, then only you wait. If I have doubt, if I have little chance of this, then I make the patient wait to give trial. Otherwise, if clear cut, clinically clear cut things are there, then I, I cannot give trial. Just for the sake of trying. Just as we left the doctor's office, Davika was handed a note, and written on the note it says, "Gloves." Yeah, and I was amazed because the. Um, during checking, they use glove, gloves, you know, when they're checking, and then um, and we have to we have to pay fee, doctor fee, you know, for the and gloves. They, and for the then no, 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 no. What I mean is, we need to pay the fee, yeah. check of fee, uh, at the, having consultancy fee. Same time, they. They charge extra for the gloves. How much? I think 40 rupees. Yeah, 40 rupees. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was thinking like, uh, this is business model, you know. It's business. I was surprised to see that they charging. Now we are having two different doctors. Both say the odds are against a natural birth. One thing that surprises me is how common C-sections are. They even call birth natural birth or normal birth to imply that the alternate is neither natural or normal. It seems to me that doctors are incentivized in two ways to give cesarean section. First is money. C-sections are more expensive. At the Gandaki Government Hospital in Pokhara, a natural birth costs about 20 bucks, but a C-section is over $100. Secondly, control. The doctor controls more variables under surgery than in natural birth, thus increasing the odds for the mother and child to survive. Now, according to a 2010 World Health Organization paper titled The Global Numbers and Costs of Additionally Needed and Unnecessary Caesarean Sections Performed Per Year, Overuse as a Barrier to Universal Coverage. It is all in the title. I quote the results. Out of 54 countries, 69% had cesarean section rates over 
we estimated that in 2008, 3.18 million additional C-sections were needed and 6.2 million unnecessary sections were performed. The cost of global excess C-sections were estimated to amount to approximately 2.32 billion, while the cost of global needed C-sections are approximately 432 million US dollars. Conclusions? Worldwide, C-sections that are possibly medically unnecessary appear to command a disproportionate share of global economic resources. C-sections arguably function as a barrier to universal coverage with necessary health services. Excess C-sections can therefore have important negative implications for health equity both within and across countries." End quote. So let me put it in simpler terms. We spent 537 times more on unneeded C-sections than on the ones that actually needed the surgery. I became that guy who thinks he knows more than the doctor because he did a bit of reading on the internet. And I lost my cool a little bit speaking to the doctor at the next checkup. It is difficult to trust the doctors, especially because at our very first ultrasound when Devika was six weeks pregnant, we discovered that Devika has two, I repeat, two fully intact and healthy ovaries. This doctor does not inspire confidence. But you know what does? Thank you for listening. This episode was written and produced by me, Hamilton Pevick, co-produced by the talented Nisha Bremner and Storyteller Productions, www.storytellerproductions.net. The theme music for American Immigrant was written and performed by Brian Albert Planis. Next time on American Immigrant, the story continues in part two. Will the head drop in time? Will we give a natural birth or have surgery? Will I be allowed in the room when it all happens? We attempt the impossible and try to change the doctor's mind. Until then, tell someone you love them.